Greetings to Tory listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Today's topic is going to be about how to deal with the COVID-19 and the social distancing as well as social understanding of distancing. Um, This doesn't mean physically, but um, what I really wanted to touch the topic is about of how are people communicating the fact that you can't be in face-to-face so there's a lot of now text messaging and and via internet messaging and uh, skype and zoom and all these different outlets to be able to communicate which is beautiful however there is a different um, set of tone when you're in person versus being behind a screen and it can be challenging because energy is very powerful you know, energy even on the screen is is very powerful, but it's something about being in person um, and being able to deliver your messages or how you feel, body um, language. You know, it, it's so much, and we're in a time and space where it is relevant that we do social distance and practice silence and being in silence. But for somehow, there's still so much noise even with this distancing and. It is very overwhelming for people that don't understand the silence and the the distancing of of being alone. A lot of people cannot be alone and they fall into the space of depression and and just going, going into a space where it's just very low vibration and you can't seem to funk it out. And this is a perfect time to practice solitude. Um, I wanted to share a story of mine maybe about a couple years ago. Um, I came to realize that I didn't do so well with being alone. And I always felt that I needed people around me and I needed, um, I just needed to, to be around. And, and I couldn't understand or couldn't grasp the feeling of solitude and um, a lot of people get it you know I I get it you know you can't be home for too long because I was there once I I didn't like being home because when I was home I was a lot in my thoughts and if I was in my thoughts my thoughts wasn't my best friend so I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts because me and my thoughts weren't best friends at the time (laughs) So I came to realize that I really needed to master and work on this. And why is it that I did not like being alone? So I I, I challenged myself and I put myself to a test of just really being in solitude and really being alone until the fact that I can master it with just being just neutral, like being okay with being alone and being okay that whatever is going to fall and whatever is going to be created from my reality and from my truth it's it is the isness and it will be what it's going to be so i thought about it and i act about it and i created the reality in which i set myself up for and that was time to solitude myself go within and I was definitely one of those people that needed to be out on weekends 
and and you know that Friday came and it was about party and all that stuff but it's just so much stuff it's nothing there's nothing valuable to the stuff it was just distraction on the long run if if I come now to think about who I was back then so I thought about it and and I act upon it and it pounded and that I, I sensed that the more I would pull and tug with this challenge of just being alone, the more depressed I felt, the more isolated in, in darkness I felt. And I feel like if I didn't experience all that, I would never be okay with being alone. And now, and nowadays, I love solitude. I mean, it is important to social. It is very important. But it's mostly important to be okay alone. Because what happens is when you crutch yourself upon people, when I say crutch yourself, it's like when you depend for your joy, for your fulfillment, for your happiness to be upon people, if people are not there, then what are you? And I came to realize, like, no, Nicole needed to be happy, joyful, and all these beautiful emotions. And not that the low vibration didn't matter, because the low vibration allowed me to, and I say low vibration, well, dark and emotional and sad and depressed, that allowed me to, to surpass it and be aware of it, but now love myself because I can still accept myself and what really did bother me. And I kind of dug in deeper. So it was kind of very much of a domino effect of one thing leads to another. And if, if you just dive in deep into the place and space of the things that trigger you, make you feel this way, you can just release it and let it go. And the minute I started releasing and letting go is the minute I was okay with myself being alone. So here's some of the things that I did do um, to practice in solitude and be by myself. I challenged myself to start going to restaurants, like beautiful restaurants by myself and sit there by myself. And I also went to family restaurants where there's going to be a group of people with families, but I would sit by myself. And it may say like, well, (laughs) why would you do that? You know, but I felt that for me to put myself in those uncomfortable, not that I was, not that I had no other choice. I purposely put myself in these uncomfortable situations where it does create that awkwardness feeling. When you go to a restaurant and you see someone by yourself, by themselves, most of the times people are like, just general people would just kind of judge. And um, just, just wonder, like, why is this person by themselves in this restaurant, dressed up and everything? But I felt that if I didn't do that, and if I didn't put myself in these uncomfortable situations, that I wouldn't be able to grow with being alone. 
And it wasn't that I was trying to be antisocial. It was that I wanted to master with okay with going out and doing these beautiful things alone. And that a lot of people can relate. Um, because a lot of people, after I mastered it, questioned like, well, how'd you, how are you okay with just, you do what? And another thing, I would go to the movies by myself. And I would go to the beautiful movie theaters that are the mostly the most expensive that you eat and in in, dine in. And I would just pamper myself and just just self-love and care for myself that made me really just love my own company and really get to know what bothered me, what doesn't, you know. And, and it was just a place that I found myself that if I didn't do that, I would probably be one of those persons that would be like, no way, I'm going to feel judged. I'm going to feel this. I'm going to feel that to a point that I really just don't give a shit. <laughs> and and it's beautiful because that is shows that the confidence that one has and, and being alone and being in solitude and being distanced from people, that it is okay that you sit with your own self, your own thoughts, your own emotions, and just be aware of them, you know? Just be aware of them. And it's a beautiful thing to experience, um, especially... Okay, especially that um, if you're not used to any of that, if this whole social distancing is making you feel down and um, it's okay, like you can surpass that. And one must always know that we're never alone. We're never alone. And even when you feel like you're alone, you're never alone. And one time someone said, Oh, you think you can get that done all by yourself? I said, no, absolutely not. Of course I can't get this done all by myself. But don't you know that all is within me? So therefore, I can get it done. I mean, I have a group of ancestors and spirit guides behind me. How can I not just get it done? And there I tell you, my friends, that when you're in a room by yourself... When you're in a restaurant by yourself. When you're in the movie theaters by yourself. Physically, we fear because we feel alone. But physicality, we are emotional. But spiritual, we're hanging with a group of spirit guides that love and protect us. What we create in our souls and how we carry ourselves on this earth is beautifully designed in the spirit realm in a higher dimension to be okay with it. And once that is connected and you sense and you understand that spirit is always with you, all those thoughts and all those worries and all those emotions somehow just naturally fade away. And now we're practicing social distancing and there you can see the the unease of society the way people are lashing out the way people are showing up in life 
and communication is important but when someone does not know how to deal with self-solitude social distancing it shows up in different ways and whether it's a family member a friend a co-worker a manager in these times you really get to see people because not everybody's comfortable with lonely and solitude and knowing that you are alone. Because in times like this, it kind of shows of the group of people that do have families, who don't have families, and how people are showing up and just being on a daily basis of how they're acting, reacting, and action. And then before you lash out and before you feel any other type of way, you gotta come back to the sense of telling yourself before I say these words is it kind is it necessary and will it make a difference and the momentum is that we are where we are right now we are where we are and I came to to understand that I don't need to worry about yesterday I don't need to worry about tomorrow I'm just so grateful for right now and if one thing that this whole COVID and coronavirus has taught me is how much I love life and how much I love the earth and how much there is so many broken people. The spirit side of me is what gives me the comfort with dealing with humans right now. But I would tell you I was lying if the human side of me is not, it's not battling with dealing with other humans right now. In a sense of just like, I don't understand why are people not more compassion and grateful. But that's not my job to understand, nor it is to judge. So therefore, I just go within and go back. Is it kind? Is it necessary? And is it mindful? Do I need to say these things or do I need to react to these things? And they're just things. They're just stories. But I'm staying in this in the seat of awareness of just like kind of when you watch a movie and you're the observer and you're not the movie itself. And that's the beautiful part about this very momentum. That yes, it can be overwhelming with all the the feelings that's going on right now, and the worry too. I have tons of friends that are nurses and doctors and it's, it's very heartbreaking. But if you can make a difference, I challenge you to show up in life right now more than ever. Because I did say for plenty of times on Instagram, on my podcast, that 2020 is going to be a transformation in life in general. It's going to be crazy that this year was going to be insane. And sure enough, it has been. And for myself, I take my own advice as well. Be prepared. Put your seatbelt on and enjoy the ride. And remember, you are the one watching the movie. You're not in the movie. But can you create your own reality right now to be more compassion, filled with love, and operate from the heart? That when people show up in your life, in your reality, in your truth in a way that you don't agree with 
but can you stay in your truth and not let their truth interfere with your truth? Think about that. Think about it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I love you all. Please stay safe. Practice not only social distancing, but practice of how to be okay being alone. It's not about distance, this, this momentum for your own sake, for own your growth, your own growth, your own serenity, your own acceptance is just surrender. And the minute you surrender from needing is the minute you, you just free yourself. And it's so beautiful to free yourself and see yourself grow. I know for me it was. And it still is because every day I still grow. Thank you guys for tuning in. I love you all so much. Please stay safe. And at the end of the day, do it because your soul deserves it.